I always like to say that we're in the golden age of astronomy, learning things about the universe with a level of precision and resolution that previous generations of astronomers could only dream about. Now imagine if you could show Galileo Galilei or Copernicus images from the Hubble Space Telescope or the Mighty Keck Observatory. It would blow their minds. But I really think the true golden age of astronomy is right around the corner. That's because there's a whole new class of observatories in the works right now which are going to take us right out to the edge of the universe in ways that would have seemed impossible decades ago. In the land of telescopes, bigger is better. And the big telescopes are coming. So today, we're going to begin a two-part series of episodes all about the new super telescopes under construction. In this first episode, I'll talk about the enormous ground telescopes in development. And then next episode, I'll talk about the space-based telescopes in the works. Now, I'd like to thank Universe Today columnist Evan Goff for writing our original series on the upcoming super telescopes. This video is based heavily on Evan's work, so thanks Evan, and check out his series of articles. I'll put a link in the comments. Now, let's get started. Before I talk about the specific projects, I want to give you a sense of scale. Now, there are a few really large observatories around the world. There's over a dozen telescopes with an aperture of more than eight meters. There's the four European very large telescopes. I love the name. The Gemini North and South telescopes, the Subaru telescope, the twin Keck telescopes in Hawaii, the large binocular telescope, the Southern African large telescope, and the Hobby Eberly telescope. And finally, the Grand Telescopio Canarias in the Canary Islands, measuring 10.4 meters across. The large binocular telescope is the equivalent of an 11.9 meter telescope with two 8.4 meter mirrors merged side by side, combining their optics. Now, these are big, but here's bigger. Now, the first super telescope under construction is the Giant Magellan Telescope, located in the dry, mountainous Atacama Desert in Chile. Now, this is one of the best places in the world to put a telescope because it's so dry and clear and far away from any city lights. In fact, several of the world's largest telescopes are already located here. The Giant Magellan Telescope was begun in 2015, and if all goes well, it should see its first light in the early 2020s. The observatory is based on a segmented design with seven separate 8.4 meter mirrors put into an array. The light from all the separate mirrors is merged together to act like a single larger mirror measuring 24.5 meters across. With this much raw observing power, it should have about 10 times the resolution of the Hubble Space Telescope, but from Earth. Now, there's some really big advantages to having a telescope on Earth. As new instruments are developed or hardware fails, you can just service the telescope without needing to send up a team of astronauts. Space telescopes have a higher resolution in general because they're above the distortion of the atmosphere. But ground-based telescopes partially overcome this using a technique known as adaptive optics. They fire a laser into the sky that creates an artificial star. The telescope then watches the distortions happening to the artificial star and physically deforms the telescope's mirror to counteract the distortions. In order for Magellan to work properly, the seven mirrors need to be aligned perfectly 
with a precise shape within a few hundred nanometers of each other. The first mirror was cast back in 2005, and technicians took six years to polish it perfectly. And then the other mirrors needed to match it perfectly, positioned within incredibly tight tolerances. Now, once constructed, Magellan will be a general purpose telescope used to observe stars, planets, galaxies, and other phenomena across the universe. And here's the most amazing part. It'll be capable of directly observing extrasolar planets from the ground, the actual planets. Until now, this feat was only possible by the most powerful space-based telescopes. And this is why I'm so excited about Magellan. But just you wait, it gets better. The next telescope under development is the 30-meter telescope. Unlike the GMT, the 30-meter telescope will appear as one huge primary mirror and will be, you guessed it, 30 meters across. But if you look up close, you see that the mirror itself is actually made up of 492 separate 1.4-meter segments in hexagonal pattern. Added up, this telescope will provide 10 times the resolution of the 10-meter Keck telescopes and more than 144 times the power of the Hubble Space Telescope. One of the advantages of the TMT will be its ability to resolve objects which are very close together, and it will be able to see distant galaxies, planets orbiting stars, binary stars, and other objects where this technique is important. As with the GMT, it will have adaptive optics, distorting its primary mirror based on turbulence in the atmosphere, but it will also have active optics, compensating for wind, temperature, and other stresses on the telescope. It will have a wide range of wavelengths of light that it can see the universe with, from near-infrared, visible, and into the ultraviolet, very similar to the capabilities of the Hubble Space Telescope. Now, I know what you're saying, give me this telescope, but there's been a bit of a controversy over its construction. The observatory was originally planned to be built on Mauna Kea, Hawaii, with the rest of the Hawaiian observatories, but protesters stopped construction in 2014, snaring the development in the courts. And in the end, the courts sided with the local people, saying that the TMT hadn't properly followed due process before beginning its construction. So earlier this year, the TMT announced that they would be locating the telescope in the Canary Islands, nearby the largest telescope in the world right now. So at this point, there's no concrete date for when the telescope will finally be completed. Next up, the European Extremely Large Telescope, or the EELT. Kudos to the Europeans for really nailing telescope names, because KCD knows what I'm talking about. I can't wait for the Despair Telescope. Time to go even bigger. The EELT is also under construction in the Atacama Desert in northern Chile. Now, this scope will have a 39-meter primary mirror. Needless to say, once constructed, it'll be the largest telescope on Earth. And if all goes well, it should receive first light in 2024. Like the TMT, it'll be made of segments, 798 individual little mirrors which can be individually aimed or moved to account for ground conditions as well as atmospheric turbulence. Unlike other observatories, the EELT will have a more complex set of secondary optics, which should give it better image quality over a wider field of view. By being an even bigger, more sensitive telescope, the EELT will be capable of viewing extrasolar planets, even closer to their stars. It will also be watching the formation and evolution of planetary systems, and even precisely measuring the acceleration of the universe, thanks to dark energy.
But here's the most exciting part. This telescope will be brought into the search for life in the universe to directly image the atmosphere of distant exoplanets to find out if they have signs of life on them. Three cool observatories, but I have saved the best for last, in my opinion. And I'll get into it in a second, but first I'd like to thank Ben Holden Crowther, Ray Bingham, Infinite123Lifer, and the rest of our 760 patrons for their generous support. If you love what we're doing and you want to get in on the action, head over to patreon.com slash universe today. Now, if you've watched enough of my videos, you know that there's a telescope coming that has a very special place in my heart, the Large Synoptic Survey Telescope. Unlike the rest of the super telescopes, it'll have a main mirror that's merely 8.4 meters across. Now that doesn't sound like much compared to the 30 meter plus sizes that I've been throwing around, but for what the LSST lacks in size, it makes up in speed. This telescope, also due for construction in Chile, will be capable of photographing the entire visible night sky every few nights. With its wide field of view, it'll be capable of capturing 3.5 degrees of sky in a single picture, about 50 times the area of the full moon, at a level of sensitivity that matches other world-class telescopes. In other words, it'll capture image after image of the same region of the sky looking for things that change over the course of several nights. Supernovae, asteroids, comets, and other transient objects. It'll produce a catalog of 40 billion objects and how they change over time. Online catalogs like the Sloan Digital Sky Survey are enormously important for astronomers. The LSST will create a detailed catalog of the night sky with the added dimension of time. Did you discover a supernova? Look back through the LSST data and find the star before it exploded. It's expected the LSST will find the vast majority of dangerous near-Earth asteroids all on its own. It'll catch the universe doing things when we weren't looking. And that's the part that I'm most excited about. The massive amount of data pouring out of the LSST will be available to anyone with an internet connection and the ability to run database queries. The public will have access to the same data the same moment the scientists do. Of all the super telescopes, LSST is coming first. It should see first light in 2021 and begin its first 10-year run in 2022. Imagine being able to watch a movie of the southern skies over the course of 10 years and see every supernova, asteroid, comet, and the weird, unusual things that the universe does when we're not looking. Starting in 2021, everything changes. The new golden age of astronomy begins. LSST sees first light, followed by Magellan and the extremely large telescope, and eventually the 30-meter telescope. I can't wait to hear and see what they discover. And I'll let you know as soon as I find out. Well, which of these telescopes are you most excited about? Do you agree with me that we are about to really enter the golden age of astronomy? I'd like to know your thoughts in the comments. This wraps up part one, where we talked about the ground-based telescopes. In our next episode, we head to space and see what observatories are in the works to see the universe from a vantage point outside our Earth's atmosphere. That is next time. Time for your playlist. Let's start with a video about the Giant Magellan Telescope and the challenges of building a telescope this big, a video about the 30-meter telescope, and another about the European Extremely Large Telescope, and a video about the Large Synoptic Survey Telescope. And I want to wrap this up with our own Weekly Space Hangout where I interview Dr. Meredith Rawls from the Large Synoptic Survey Telescope. And that starts right now. So today, we're going to begin a two-part 
to spart.